I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something show you how we live. This has potential to be the worst F and B podcast <laughs> of all time. And the reason why is because I'm just dealing with I'm dealing with trade stuff right now on my phone. I mean, there's so much movement going on. What's going on? I can't say on the air. Can you tell us? Blake is a hot mess right now. I'm a hot mess right now. I've got. I'm trying to make a big deal. My team is Mm. way too good to be losing, and so therefore I've got to figure out what the next step is Hmm. for I have my MVP team, and um, that's just a big day for me all around. Interesting. However, uh, I just I'm I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk to talk fantasy football. Yeah, it sounds like your your tea your juices are up this week. They are a little bit better. Um, My tea was always high. Last year was very high. It was just energy that was low, but it had nothing to do with tea. It was just a different kind of thing. It was um, just mental more than anything. Mental Um, tea. No, just trying to keep up with the game itself, football. But this week I'm feeling a lot better. Mitch, I wanted to check in with you. How are you feeling coming into this week's podcast after uh, the two losses you've now taken? Um, You lost to Full Moon Football. Uh, The guy that you said is worthless and you didn't have any respect for. He absolutely took it to you. Didn't say any of that. That was pretty impressive by my guy. Ryan Rubin out there, Full Moon Football, beats Colfax High badly in week two just wanted to make sure everyone hears that but yeah how we doing mitch doing well thanks blake i like you uh am also yes oh and two you're correct uh let me reiterate you are also (laughs) oh and two so probably need to go um, check the scoring totals also let's let's reiterate and go back to last week when i said that full moon football was a still a very solid team and that he didn't need to make the panic trade that he did last week he still came out on top this week though uh, good right, don't try to good say owner. face now no, that's we, all we, we know i'm we, just saying we know the disrespect i got a lot of respect moon. okay this podcast We've is all literally all about saving face <laughs> <laughs> i have a lot of respect for full moon he's got a solid squad on him um <laughs> AKA uh, the Patriots defense against the Dolphins. Yeah, no kidding. Jeez, Good for him, though. That was a game changer. So, anyway, yeah. 0 2. Not sweating it, though. It's good competition I've lost to both weeks. Can't complain. Hamby, how about you, man? Sex Panthers. Um, not off to the start you're usually off to, but still a, a solid team over there for you. Uh, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling all right. I think it's so interesting. I. Uh, in the fall because you could just have a dismal week of life, like just an absolute, you know, chaotic, awful personal life and get a big win on the weekend and everything is healed, you know? And so I think that's where I find myself this week of just like life will be life, but fantasy will be fantasy. Yeah. And, uh, I love getting a W. It felt good. That's true. Um, I, it's unbelievable how I was just spilling my guts to you guys about how hard life has been, and both of you just aren't even looking at me. Well, I'm you're de- just you're I'm looking dealing. at your phone. I'm dealing. That's why I'm saying this is going to be a terrible show because I'm trying to I'm trying to make a deal no. on the air right now. And, and don't look at my phone, bitch. I see you looking over here. <laughs> I'm not. Listen, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm messaging with my friend Johnny News. He's Johnny News. Yeah, he's yeah he's asking me for some info. Uh, so I had to just message him. <laughs> if you guys want quick. me to rant about my personal life for a little no, no, longer to fine. fill it's up some fine. time, are you guys busy or something? We are. I'm busy right now. Give me one second. Um, okay. And submit proposing. Okay. Just sent the trade. I'll let you know. I'll update you on whether or not that trade wow. gets accepted. Did I say Johnny football? Throughout the show. Or Johnny news. Johnny, Johnny football news. is Johnny Manziel. Anyways, let's get back to the show. <laughs> Um, thanks for hanging in there with us, everybody, all of our listeners, as we talk about um, just what's happening uh, in the room at this moment. Now, 
Last week, we made a big call out. We, we said, hey, we have these listeners. We know you guys love the show, but you're not showing us respect um, by not sending us emails. And we, we really missed out on that portion of the show last week. Now, I've got to say to our uh, amazing audience, this week you guys have pulled through. We have a number of great emails to look for, including a Google protection uh, email about uh, security advice from Google, but we'll skip through that one. Um, <laughs> but we have some great emails uh, from all of the listeners, and we're going to start with our buddy Kevin Esposito oh. uh, out of Chicago, wow. Illinois. I'll say it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, also a member of a of the other league. Um, don't know if they have a name or what they're. The Iowa City alumnus, I think. That's the name of the league. I think so, or alumni. I think it's alumnus. Cool. Um, so yeah, F and B family. This is from Kevin F- Esposito. F and B family. As I started listening to the pod this morning, I couldn't hear. I could hear the dismay, dismay in our beloved ho- host's voice. Much to my chagrin. Chagrin. Nice. I just yeah. guessed what you were. Wow. Yeah. yeah not yeah. able to. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help but feel somewhat responsible for his low T, which we have addressed. It was not low T, <laughs> and thought. A question might help boost morale in the studio. <laughs> Hoping everyone is bouncing back from week one losses as I'm trying to as well. My question for the F&B pod is how common is trading in the F&B league and have teams hit the panic button and made blockbuster trades yet your loyal Chicago listener, Kevin? Mm. Tr- this year's different, Kevin. I think people are feeling the weight of trading in this league. It's, it's very, very well known who are the predators and who are the victims. What? In the mm-hmm. world? Okay. And Just I think get this thought it's true. Out. It's true. I think the victims are starting to learn where not to send their assets and where not to deal. Yep. Um, and so there's a lot more patience this season in terms of trading. However, I do think the waiver wire uh, activity has been extremely hot. It's been um, going really well. Um, do you guys have you guys heard anything in the in the trading market trading news that uh, would be an additional comment to this question? I would say that uh, well, we did have a move. We did have a move. Um, <laughs> sorry, Ryan was signaling something to me, and I, I now I realize what he was trying to get me to talk about. Uh, I'm going to talk high level. We saw a move where Jane, uh, excuse me, Philman's football traded uh, Melvin Gordon was was involved in a trade mm. to Dimagukwata, uh Logan Dreesen's Wood team. Wood gang. Wood gang. Um, that's like the biggest like blockbuster move that's happened so far. But other than that, there hasn't been a whole lot of movement. I think that I think that this this league, everybody is very wary of one another, and everybody's savvy enough that nobody wants to get taken advantage of. So trades are pretty slow moving. It kind of takes a while to actually develop a, a trade offer. Uh, they don't just kind of happen willy nilly. Yeah, I, I've I've gotten a lot of offers from like James. He really wants Patrick Mahomes bad. He's wanted him the whole season. People are trying to make blockbuster deals, but for some reason, when people send you trades, they're gonna send you some guy on the bottom of their roster who doesn't even play for <laughs> the best quarterback in NFL history. Speaking of trades, wait a second. What just we happened just got here? A noty activity a trade accepted between Full Moon Football and I Have. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So we have I Have getting rid of Justin Jackson and Tevin Coleman. And receiving Gio Bernard and Darren Waller. Man, that was a lot more boring than I thought it was going to be. Uh, what do you what, what what? Blake, can you take us under the hood there? What was up with that trade? I've lost the last two weeks due to one position. 
Tight end. Uh, tight end. All that's right. it. That's it. And I, Tevin Coleman hasn't even played yet this year, so he's been pretty much worthless for me. I don't need him to win. Um, and Justin Jackson, if Melvin Gordon comes back, might as well not even be in the NFL. <laughs> so, therefore, for me, I'm cool with getting rid of him. Tevin Coleman, I'm not necessarily sure that when he comes back, the San Francisco 49ers don't play Raheem Morissette and Matt Breida alongside Tevin Coleman. He's not. I don't think he's going to be a legit RB1 for the for the 49ers this year and part of that is the fact that he had a high ankle sprain and they don't even know when he's coming back yet and I can't see a guy within three or four weeks off a high ankle sprain injury coming back and being a bell cow back for a team like the San Francisco 49ers who we are seeing having success without him they're two no since the first time that they've been in the Super Bowl this is a really really good team they don't need Coleman I think they'll use Coleman when they get him back as a change of pace guy but he's not going to be a legit RB1 and I need a tight end because my tight ends have scored a total of 0.5 points for me in two weeks <laughs> and I've lost by a total of like five points because I've gotten zero out of my tight ends so I really really needed a tight so end Darren, Darren Waller is a big boy out there in Oak, Oak, uh, Oakland I love him I think he's a, he's a solid guy and that's what I think I need to get over the hump <clears> so I went ahead and made the deal that makes sense. I think it's pretty boring on Full Moon's part. I don't really necessarily know what value he gains out of that. Upside with Tevin, potentially. I guess, but... Potentially a starting running back over the over the year. Also, Full Moon doesn't need Waller that much because Full Moon has Kittle. That's uh, Waller was really a flex option for him. But anyways, that was the deal there. We've got to keep moving through the... We do, we do. Anyways, it's, it's amazing that Kevin sends the question mm. and we get a response right away on a trade that just happens during the question about trading. You can't so write things like you this. You cannot write things like that. <laughs> um, here we are with Courtney Maddox, mm. uh, a new emailer. Uh, she's a part of, an, of a league that's close to uh, Iowa City. That's part of um, our circle. Um, like Ryan, give like, a little bit of background. It's like on the league. A, so the league is generally a father-son league, and so it's kind of like a discipleship tool or a farm system where men are or fathers or or Courtney are grabbing like a young person and kind of leading them into the fantasy world and being like, hey. I'm going to be alongside you, but this is your team. So Courtney, for example, is paired up with uh, my nephew, Max, uh, who is just awful at fantasy football. Uh, <sighs> and they lost their week one matchup by over 100 points, I heard. So I'm really excited to hear what Courtney has to say in this email. All right, so here's what she says. I am not excited about my, f- my shout-out on the podcast, so I'm here to redeem myself. I only lost week one by 66 points, oh, okay. not 100. Fact check. My nephew lied to me. Thank you very much, Ryan. So, okay, so I'm in <laughs> fantasy football league with a bunch of kids and their dads, and I know you're wondering, so I'm the dad and Maxwell is the kid. My first question is, how do I be a good fantasy football player during the season? I've been keeping an eye on my players, their pr- projected points and their injuries. Any advice on trades, adding, dropping players, deciding which ones to play? As Ryan said, I need the help. Second, my question, my wide receiver, Stephon Diggs and Mike Evans. <laughs> Oh, man, that's a big problem right there. But we'll, I'll continue the email. The, my question, my wide receivers are Stephon Diggs and Mike Evans. Let that one sit in for you. Uh, first week, they scored like three to four points. This is uh, week eight to nine, so I feel like they're kind of sucking. Do I drop them? Oh, my gosh. Or do you think uh, they're going to redeem <laughs> themselves? Thanks in I say advance drop with them. Your help. I don't drop them. Um, <laughs> find, a, find a Vikings fan in your league. Go out. Whoever's a Vikings fan, they're very, very delusional. Get one of them, 
make a big deal with Stephon Diggs and Mike Evans and get some real wide receivers on your team, players from real offensive teams that are NFL caliber yeah. teams. Cor- <laughs> Courtney, team- this is what I would say. I would say just like a, a general principle when it comes to making your team better in the particular league. I mean, we don't want you to like, you know, just like go to Veritas Kids on Sunday morning and talk trades with, you know, children and just dominate them necessarily. But uh, this is what you should do. Use big name players like Diggs and Evans. Ignore the name and look at the numbers. Use their big names because uh, the kids will want them if they're cool. So Stefan Diggs is a cool player. I guarantee a couple of my nephews would love to trade for Stefan Diggs. Just look at the numbers. Don't worry about the names. That's my advice. Yeah. Um, I th- yeah, that's very simple. It's Diggs is the kind of guy who seems like a big name, like you were just saying, but is on a team. You got to look at the big picture that may not put up the volume of, of points necessary to start winning some games. I definitely think you're trying to trade these two players, maybe in a package deal. But I was joking. Definitely don't drop them. Don't do Al- not drop. Always them. Always get some value out of the people. These yeah. are not droppable players. That's that's an understatement. Um, so thanks for the uh, email, Courtney. Why don't you uh, email us back next week and um, kind of give a reaction to uh, how our advice helped you. <laughs> Whatever you do, Courtney, before this Sunday trade those two players you know and i wanted to say well don't you don't have to trade digs i like having digs but um and mike evans will no mike evans is gonna be bad have better um, days better days sure but i just want to say real quick to courtney uh, i do apologize trade both. for for calling you out last week and being a little disrespectful but i think you have it in you to become an absolute monster on the fantasy uh world so go get them i agree <clears throat> i agree and with max on your team as well i mean you've got a you've you've got a lot of help there um, here we go. Let's go on to a next question from Mikey Stewart. Mm. Uh, as he goes by on his email, Mike Stewart. Mm. Don't ever hear him called that no. anywhere besides for his email. So I don't know if it's a <laughs> identity crisis or... Safe to say it probably is. <laughs> but he says, hello from the other league. Here's my question. What does the future look like for Eckler? Should we be trying to sell high since Gordon is coming back? Uh, is there a chance Eckler remains the lead guy even when Gordon does come back? Um, nope. Who should I be trying to buy with Eckler if we should sell? John Wong has Gordon now, and he's pretty stupid, so I might <laughs> be able to jip him pretty good. Help. <laughs> Thanks. Big fan of the pod. Mikey, you've already, you've already answered this question for yourself. You know, if Melvin Gordon is coming back, which do, is that true? I mean, it's up to Melvin. Yeah, it's like he's probably what they're saying is he's not a Le'Veon. That's what's coming out of his camps. Like, no, we're not going to do this all year. But I mean, I don't I don't know. I say I say you you don't want Melvin necessarily unless your team is stacked. I would rather use him as trade bait than being a guy who had Le'Veon last year. So Mikey actually sent me a text like he was texting me about this the other day. And uh, I still like the idea of keeping Eckler. Actually, I don't think Melvin's coming back to that team. Yeah. Yeah, it, what I saw today was that Melvin said, I plan to play somewhere this year, you know? And so I who like knows that how though, that's going to look. I like the idea of maybe making an Eckler trade for Melvin. Melvin gets traded to a different mm. team and ends up being a big-time running back. If you, I mean, it depends on who else you have in your team. Well, what, what Mikey's conundrum is he has Eckler. Uh, d- he does not have Melvin. So he just saying, should I sell while Eckler's still really high? Yes. I'd say not for Melvin though. No, 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 I no, no. Do, yeah, I would I say s- don't sell Eckler. Does Mikey have Ezekiel Elliott on his team? Is that correct? yeah, yeah? Okay, he doesn't need Eckler if he has Ezekiel Elliott. You sure you do. If you, I'm saying you try and 
the goal for every single year of my team is have two guys who are first round worthy, top twelve running backs. That's what I want every single year. And I'm saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Unfortunately, it sounds like the rest of Mikey's team is broke. It sounds like he's awful, and everybody in his league just. I, really? I run them into the the, the market and the grocery store, and they just keep talking about how bad Mikey is. Well, that's my thing, though, is I don't know how you can be awful with Ezekiel Elliott on your team. I feel like Ezekiel— he hasn't, he hasn't gone off yet. Yeah, and Eckler has done great. I mean, he's scored 35 the first week and 19 the second. I mean, well, in our league, at least. you know. So I'd sell— He's I'd, done better than Zeke. I'd look into selling him. If you can get a deal where you feel like you're getting the upper hand— But And I know Mikey just called out John Wong, say he's pretty stupid, and he could trick him which hopefully he's not listening to this. Um, <laughs> but I think Mikey, uh, this is what you got to do, Mikey. You have to realize that you have been panicking since like first quarter of week one. <laughs> You've been trying to hijack every single salt staff meeting and talk about fantasy football and what trades you can make. And here's the thing, man. I think you just got to hold fast for a couple weeks. If you get to 0-4, now we're talking big trades. But yeah, right now, dude, true. you got to just see it through with the squad that you have because you liked your team at the draft. I just lean on the side of getting rid of Eckler uh, and selling him high. But then again, I'd like to have Eckler on my team as well. So, James, if you're listening to this and you want to talk trades for Mm -hmm. Eckler, obviously I don't think I have anyone to offer for him. But, you know, Eckler's a good player. I just don't don't see him. I don't really like the way he looks. Like his face, his head. I just don't Mm. see him. All year long. We're talking about all year long. We're two weeks into the season. The biggest problem with the running back is making it from week one to week 17 mm. and staying well consistent. Said. Well there's said. one. There's about one or two players in the league that can do that. Nick that we Chubb. Know. No. It's both of them. That we know. That one pl- two players we know that can do that. And that is Ezekiel Elliott and the kid from New York. What's his name? Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. We know that they Saquon. can do that. That's what John Wong <laughs> yeah, calls him. Yeah, so John Wong calls him. I don't know that Eckler can play a 16-week NFL season and continue to put up the numbers like he's putting up right now. And so where do you want to be at the end of the season when the games start to really matter? That's why I'm saying maybe you sell Eckler, you get some more guys that you know can play the long-term game for you. However, he's still a great player in the meantime, so you're not in a bad position. Next email comes from a league member, Dalton Storm. Whoa. Uh, hey. Great. Right. He's, he's just a resurgence of Casey's football this year. He's 2-0. Oh. Yeah, he's 2-0. Oh. I actually think this right now as things stand i do actually think he has the best team in wow. the league one of at least wow. one of the best teams in the league mm. i really like his roster a lot i think he's really good and this week he wins again even with a <laughs> slow performance from deshaun watson which to me says a lot however here's his email he says hey guys i was wondering if the league would ever consider something along the lines of arts week where we raise awareness for the arts in fantasy football. You see in the NFL wearing pink and camouflage to wa- raise awareness. So what if one week of, ev- of the year, everyone in our league changes their team names to their favorite band? You'd have something like Ozzy Osbourne versus Laney. Could be interesting. Would love to hear some banter about what you guys think of the love idea. Love it. <laughs> That's great. Who would be Ozzy Osbourne? Like Cam? <laughs> Connor? I don't know. Yeah. One of those two, for sure. Uh, so what do you guys think about this idea from Dalton Storm? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dalton, is lo- he loves uh, changing his name for a week or two at a time. Yeah. Last last year, he changed from Casey's General Sports to Boombox Equals Sign. Not a toy. Not a toy. <laughs> and ev- it was a huge I, outrage. I loved it. Everybody was mad. 
Except yeah, for you, apparently. I thought it was just so funny to see everybody freak out about it. So I like him, you know, doing it the right way this year. Yeah. You know, he's kind of forewarning us. He wants to change his team name to Laney. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he wants an excuse to do it for a week. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and veto this idea from my perspective, and here's why. I don't think the name, the band, the idea of Laney, <laughs> Laney, has any business being near anything as something as beautiful as strong as the game of football is. I mean, come on. Agreed. I mean, if, if I knew everyone in this league was going to pick, you know, good, hard rock bands, people that we know and respect that have been doing it over the years the way that it should be done, I would have right. no problem with it. But if we're going to somehow have any correlation between the band Laney and football, yeah. I think it's a huge mistake, and it makes us look really, really bad. Okay, Absolutely. so our prediction, let's just give the fans, it, just in case this doesn't happen, I think myself and the fans also want to know, what would happen yeah. in our minds? Who would be the bands that our teams would change to? We think Dalton would be Laney mm-hmm. or yep. or the 1975. Right. right. Yeah, that one sounds better, but still football and that. Those two bands just don't Just fit. watch a music video on mute and tell me that oh there should be a football gosh. team. Yeah, Yuck. exactly. Yuck. Exactly. Yuck. Um, okay, so. Have some respect. I think it, I have what you would change your name to. The Killers. You too? The okay. Ki- the ki- oh, oh, that's, that's so good. cool. Which would be great. Dang, that's good. It's a good yeah. name as it is, but you can't beat Dang. that name. That's so mm. cool. Yeah, what about you, Mitch? Man, I don't know. Uh, we're talking like lasting who I've like liked yeah. over, over the years. Don't take mine. I don't think I will. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know. Hmm. Well, who are you gonna? I'm say? gonna go first. Okay. Uh, Reliant K. Nice, nice. That's yeah. good. That'd be a, that'd be a good one. Yep, yep. Um, shoot, man. I don't know. Give us something. Come back to me. Okay. Come well. Okay. Me. What about a uh, Connor would be would go from the Goblin to Rush. Rush. Yeah. Rush. He loves Rush. Rush. Exit the way. Today's time of soy. <laughs> Yeah, he would be rushed. He loves some rush. Yep, yep. Some fast-paced rock. Now let's 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 Slap let's talk base. about. We're, so like, there's like four people in this league that actually listen to music, and then there's yeah. everyone else who just doesn't care, who doesn't have time to listen to music. And so I wonder, like, what does Shy name his team? Like, does yeah. he does Shy even know the name of a single band? <laughs> <laughs> does he have any idea? Or even like, like, what does Logan T Garden name his team? Like, I don't know, Chance the Rapper or something. I don't know what, where do we even go from there. But, like, what, what would you even guess Shy would name his team? I mean, there, you, there's no information to base that off of. Yeah. Shy would. Or, like, even Ruben. Yeah. Yeah. What's he listening Ru- to? No, Ruben listens to EDM. Oh, David Guetta. He would Skrillex. David Guetta, <laughs> yeah. He would be Skrillex. <laughs> but seriously. Bang-a-rang. Seriously, yeah. though, we would ruin Shy's week if we asked him to be, to name his team <laughs> after a band. Out. He'd be like, eh. I don't care. Yeah. What? No, but like, really, you have to make a guess. What would Shibe name his team? I don't know. You would know better than anybody. I know. I know. I would probably say he'd probably go with, uh, and that's tough. I I, I don't even know. I I don't think he likes anything out Mm. there. He's sad. Oh, Eric Church. Okay. He loves Eric Church. Sorry. He does listen to music. He loves Eric Church. So you could name his team Eric Church, but it doesn't make as much of a sense when you name it after a gr- uh, an act that's a self-name act, it makes yeah. it a little bit tough. Camatrons, right. I mean, Metallica, Metallica, something like that. Yeah. 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 Gotta be. The even, guy. If, even if he doesn't listen to them, he wants us to think that he listens to them. Yeah. yeah. He, he, <laughs> I remember that, his, that history lesson he gave us on Metallica. Yeah. Uh, you know your stuff, Ken. Yeah. yeah, he does. Wood Gang, uh, that could be so many things. Yeah, yeah it could. It could. Be, uh, whatever it is, it'd be cool. 
It would be. Yeah. For sure. Something punk, I think. Yeah. Anyways, Dalton, I love the idea. It comes from a great place. However, knowing what kind of band you're going to choose for your name makes me question the idea. I just don't think we need to be associating this game with but keep the keep the fun ideas coming yeah we love we love the ideas um let's move on to another emailer who's emailed the show a number of times and who we have great respect for oh boy matt herbers matthew herbers um he says hello fnb podcasters got a couple of important questions for you number one which owen two team should be more concerned Philmans, who had three players combined for (laughs) negative one points or colfax high who scores high uh, this week, but seems to never get over the hump, question mark. This, I love this question. Okay, like, this think great. about all that went into this question. Matt Herber is, is following this league. Yeah, yeah. he is. We yeah. love you, Matt yeah, Herber. Yep. And then his question number two is, on the flip side, which 2-0 team do you think should feel uh, the most uneasy about dropping to back to the middle of fact? Looking forward looking forward to hearing back from you on today's pod. All righty. Um, which Owen team should be more, which Owen 2 team should be more concerned? I'm, I would love to say Colfax here. But I've got to go with Philmans. Oh, he's not Philmans. Not zero and two. He's one and one. Oh, he's one and one. Well, but he looked so bad. Okay, can we just change it to the two of you? Let's just make this interesting. Yeah. Both of you two are zero and two. Which one of you make a case why the other one should be more concerned than yourself? Well, don't think. Just purely emote. Blake, obviously, because he's got freaking little T on his roster. <laughs> that that right there just shows you that. He's all he's all emotion and no thought. There's no logic that goes into this mm. for him. All it's right. just pure emotion. Rebuttal, Blake. What do you got? Why should Mitch's team be more concerned than yours? Chris Thompson had a nice week. <laughs> 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 he was filling in in my flex, okay? James Conner looks good. Leo Fournette looks good. Carson Hentz, Carson Wentz will probably get hurt, so... I don't know. That's Carson Wentz argument. is gonna get is gonna something's gonna break on Carson Wentz's body within the next two weeks. I hate to say it. I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but we know he can't he can't play an entire football season. Like Carson Wentz can't do it. It's never been done. Even the year that he tried to be MVP, he couldn't do it. And Nick Foles had to go win the Super Bowl for him. Yeah. And so shame on the yep. Eagles for getting rid of Nick Foles in the first place. And it's too bad that Nick Foles had to get hurt. I would have loved to have seen what Jack Jacksonville would have done with Nick Foles. If if Jacksonville could have kept Nick Foles and somehow gotten a brand new head coach, <laughs> they're like the best team. They're the only team that can take down the Patriots. But wow. um I, that is I'm that just You've had a, just a great little rant there until that part. I, I love, would say no, no, no. Jacksonville's really good. The swing vote here, eh, the swing. I love Minshew. Don't get me wrong. His outfit, great. No, no. I'm saying with Nick Foles as their QB. Okay, well, yeah, that, that's they're really good. That's fair. I think to be the swing vote here, uh, I'd say Colfax has got to be the most concerned because, as much as I like Chris Godwin, he's your uh, best player. That's kind of true. It's too bad. Zach Ertz in there too. And I actually think. Uh, I have is looking pretty good. So, um, sweet. That answers that. All right. The next question was on the flip side. Which 2-0 team do you think should uh, feel the most uneasy? Well, that's a good question. That's a really, really good question. Um, let's see here. We got we got uh, Daddy's Matt. We've got Casey's General Sports. We've got the Camatrons. Casey's. <laughs> Case closed. It's got to be Casey's. I'm going to go Daddy's Matt on this one. Oof. Easy, easily. And here's why. Um. I love Alvin Kamara. In fact, there's not a player that I'd, I'd love to praise more than Alvin Kamara in, in fantasy football. He's amazing. But he's half carries, half catching, uh, half receptions based as a player. And, and, and so you see what happens this week when Drew Brees goes out. He only gets 5.5 points. 
next week without Drew Brees for the next six weeks, I don't think we see the same amount of production out of Alvin Kamara because it's going to be more difficult for Teddy Bridgewater to get him the ball than it was for Drew Brees because Teddy's just not Drew Brees. And so I think that takes a big chunk of points out of his team. What What do you think about checkdowns, though? I don't really, I don't usually think of running backs needing a great quarterback to make them good on the receiving end. If they're a good receiver, then they're going to be found because that quarterback's going to be freaking out, man. That's true, but from what I've heard about Teddy Bridgewater is that he is a routes guy. So he's like a hit, okay. hit, he hits his spots on the field, okay. and so I think he's. I I see Teddy Bridgewater more as a you know drop back, hit some slants, hit some go like that kind of quarterback. I think Alvin Kamara will still be good. I don't necessarily love Carryon Johnson either because he had a good he had his best week he's had since like week seven last year last week and I just don't see the I don't see the consistency of production out of him and again he's got Adam Thielen um, as his number one wide receiver I'm not a huge well, believer. Well, Devonte Adams. I love Devonte Adams he's and I love Josh Gordon. I think those are the main guys he needs well, to go. Well, he with. has Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews. Yeah. I think Drake's team is. He's got some great. good guys, but 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 the camera. We're, we're like not comparing bad teams. We're pa- comparing really good yeah, teams. That's true. Good point. The Camatrons are dang strong. Dalvin Cook is the only person who should touch the football on the entire Vikings offense. He's incredible. And then you have Ezekiel Elliott to back that up with. Calvin Ridley is incredible as a wide receiver. I can't talk about Cam yet. I we love what he's got. The and, then, and then part. Casey's general sports, I, I just really like – I like – Kenny Galladay, I like Jared Cook, and I obviously Le'Veon Bell and Derrick Henry. I think are both solid backs. What do you think? Who do you think, Cam? Who do you think? Or not, Cam? Mitch. Whoa! Sorry. Whoa. Out of the uh, out of the top what teams, what do you think about that? The top teams right now, the two no teams. Who do you think should be most concerned? I think that I see I see weaknesses in both Daddy's Matt and Casey's. I think that unfortunately the Camatrons, given the options, he probably has like the fewest weaknesses. Uh. Weaknesses in in Daddy's map would be uh, I don't think that uh, uh, Mark Andrews is going to get you know he's certainly not going to get you twenty two points a game like he did this weekend and uh, Adam Thielen hate to say it Kirk Cousins is blowing this year so far and if he that continues and Adam Thielen can't keep up the production that he's had in the past that's going to hurt him general sports I worry about people like Derrick Henry uh, Tyler Eifert. Uh, Will Fuller five, of course, you know. So he's got some good producers there, um, but both of those teams, I think, could I could see them faltering as the year goes on because they don't have as much depth. Yeah, to me, any player connected with Kirk Cousins is not, unless he's getting the ball handed to him by Kirk Cousins. Right, he's really good at that. Kirk Cousins turning. You got to give him that. Handing <laughs> off the ball. You've got to give. Remember him that. in high school, that's all you did as a quarterback was hand it off. Not me, I threw it. Yeah, no, you didn't. But Dalton was a handoff guy. Yeah, was a spread off. Spread. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, that, that's what Kirk Cousins, that's where he thrives. When he has to just turn around and put the ball right between Dalvin Cook's arms, you know, <laughs> that's when he looks the best. <laughs> but um, I, I do I do think that uh, all those teams are really good. To, to point out their weaknesses is, is just, you know, making it Nitpicking. up because they're, they're really yeah. good. They're really good. Last email, last email, Danny Bodine writes in, oh, can you great. get the pod out in time for breakfast on Thursday morning? That's how I like to start my morning. Last week was a little late. Maybe I should lower my expectations. Whoa. Wow. Should he, Blake? <clears throat> so last week I had a few things going on uh, <laughs> after the podcast. I had some um, engagements to be a part of and things I needed to 
um, um, do that were part of my livelihood as well as the next morning. I always am in class all morning long. So if I don't have things going on directly after the podcast, hopefully I can upload it for you guys so you can have it for your morning breakfast. I would hate to see you eat breakfast without the podcast. Well, <laughs> the whole family comes around the yeah, podcast. I would, I, would not, I would not like to see yeah, that again. Um, however, uh, if I have those kinds of situations, it does make it tough for me to get it uploaded. And I and I have to have great Wi-Fi, too. you got to mm. remember that. Uh, to upload Wi-Fi this is so internet, important. you got to have strong Wi-Fi connection. Um, so, anyways, we really appreciate your guys' emails. Please bring those back for us next week. Oh, we there's love one more. I forgot. Oh, oh. I, got, I got a handwritten email or just a note, you could say. It says, subject, sorry you didn't get any emails last week. Text, here is one. Love, Emmy, number one fan. Thanks, Emmy. That's nice. That's nice. And it's yeah. handwritten, which is just the extra mile. Yep. So, I mean, we appreciate that. We, we love our fans. We do love our fans. Anyways, to, to update everyone on just exactly what we know, I know we've been talking a ton about it, but let's give you guys the headlines from Johnny News on what really happened this week in the F&B Fantasy Football League. X3, X3, read all about it. Filman's football flops with 53-point failure. Kentucky Fried gets fried as the Sex Panthers whoop their way to a win. Daddy's Matt takes a step back but still takes Wood Gang to the woodshed. <laughs> Sporty's draft stumbles, leading to a sack slapping <laughs> by the goblin. <laughs> and Full Moon rides the D. Pat's defense pulls Ruben to a convincing victory. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> I know I gotta. I know I have to get back and talk about this, but man, those were funny. Thank you. <laughs> I do my best. Congratulations, Johnny News, on the great headlines once again. Let's go through these one by one and talk about just what happened <laughs> this weekend, Harley. So, Philman's football flops a 53-point failure. Self-explanatory. <laughs> Filmins. I mean, what the heck? Last year, we last week we were singing your praises. This week, you did the worst, <laughs> one of the worst performances we've ever seen. Come oh, on, Filmins, get it together. All right, Kentucky Fried gets fried as the Sex Panthers whop their way to a win. Sex Panthers, very <laughs> underwhelming team, not a threat to anybody in any capacity whatsoever. So the Sex Panthers Boo. took care of business. <laughs> Daddy's mad. It was easy. Daddy's Matt takes a step back, but still takes Wood Gang to the woodshed. Daddy's Matt, we sang his praises last week again, but he takes a we step back. We love singing people's praises. We love singing them praises. Daddy's Matt takes a step back, doesn't score as any points, but he still scores enough to take Wood Gang to the woodshed. All right, and then we got Sporty's Giraffe stumbles leading to a sack slapping by the Goblin. A sack slapping by the Goblin. Sporty's Giraffe, as we predicted last week, would not be able to pre- would, be, would not be able to pre- repeat. <laughs> would not be able to repeat. <laughs> would not be able to repeat his performance. He stumbles. Goblin takes the opportunity to come in and <laughs> <laughs> give that sack a little slapping. <laughs> These are getting bad. <laughs> okay, here's the last one. <laughs> Full moon rides the D. Fat defense <laughs> pulls Ruben to a convincing victory. That's right. You heard it here first. Ruben uh, would not have done nearly as well had his defense not scored 35 points against the hapless 
disgusting disaster dumpster fire of a Dolphins football team. Now, Johnny, who exactly did he beat? Because it only talks about his winnings, but we don't know who actually lost. Doesn't matter. Game. Doesn't really matter. Uh, all you need to know is that Full Moon rode the D to a victory. Anyways, it was Colfax High. Oh, Colfax that's right. High was the team. I didn't look into uh, that. With the big. <laughs> The big loss here in week one and uh week two. Oh week two, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry. Thanks, <laughs> Johnny. Um those are great headlines. Great headlines brought to you by Johnny News this week. Thanks, um, fellas. I'm gonna head out. Thanks. <laughs> no problem, no problem. Um so that's that's what was going on this week. Crap, did um, I just miss Johnny? Did that you see him walking out? Yeah, that was Johnny. Ah, he went to the bathroom for a couple yeah, minutes and yeah. he's gone. Yeah, he's wow, gone. Wow, your voice just like morphed. That was so weird. <laughs> it was. It was. Um <laughs> Man, so with all that being said, with all that being said, the best part of every show is the MVP and D segment where we decide, where we decide um, who is the MVP, most valuable and the least valuable players each week. So I want to start with the least valuable, just the least valuable players. Okay. Okay. Who really biffed it this week? And we're going to come to a consensus decision. Who is the MVD? We'll start with Mitch. Let's, well, should we all just say it on the count of three? I think yep. we can all agree. One, two, three. James. Philman's James. Philman's James. Yes. James Philman's. Uh, <laughs> I, le- I legitimately looked Wait, at the can, scoreboard. Can I think I, you can said. I do something while you, while you talk about James? Okay, can sure. I, can I just. All right. Carry on. What's this song? <laughs> It, it, I think it just fits the mood of how Philman's feels right now. <laughs> and so just carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I legitimately, I think that you or somebody texted in the group chat and said, this is hilarious. Like, somebody said it was funny, and I looked at the score, me, and, yeah. I thought, yeah, and I thought, this is actually hilarious how badly he did a week after doing so well. <laughs> so, James, listen. Don't lose that sense of wonder, James. Don't lose yeah. that sense of wonder, man. If you um, get the choice to sit it out or dance, I hope you dance, man. I really do. What do you think, Ryan? What, what, got any r- words of encouragement for Philmans? Man, James, that was rough. We were even talking about with this half-point PPR, we think it adds at least an average of 10 points a game for each team. Mm-hmm. And you still had 53. And the worst part, James, <laughs> the worst part is you had so many points the week before. <laughs> <laughs> Have you split fall from grace? Even man. if he split the points in half between his starters and his bench from last week, he would have he would have like probably won this game. I think actually, it was just it wasn't just the fifty three. It just was hilarious. like a hundred more points almost the week before. Sammy Watkins went from scoring forty one point five to scoring seven. Christian McCaffrey went from scoring thirty five to scoring five. I mean, you can't write you can't write this stuff. It's great. Um, it's hilarious. It's good comedy. <clears throat> James, I, I I obviously took the loss to you in week one. It was a disappointing loss. However. Um, I just felt as if, and James is very prone to this, being being as a fantasy owner, I just feel like he's a kind of a victim to the moment, and the reason is is because he goes with victim to the moment. He goes to Sean Watson here, and and I mean, does anyone have the discipline not to start Sammy Watkins and Deshaun Watson after the weeks they had last week? Great, does well anyone said. Anyone have that? Very well. I don't said. know if they do, but it, it's a bad look looking at what we see this week because we know that the Chiefs are a week by week. Which receiver on the Chiefs is going to score all of Patrick Mahomes' touchdowns? This week happened to be, what, Desmond Robinson or what's the guy's name? Um, I don't remember. Whatever. Someone else, someone picked him up this week and and he'll he'll probably have zero points. However, um, and then Deshaun Jackson gets hurt in the Eagles game. But Deshaun Jackson, 
on a beat up Eagles team, uh, I got some looks. Ashawn Jeffries hurt. Uh, Aguilar is now the only, and Deshaun got hurt in this game very early. Didn't even do a thing. That's a very beat up team. Um, obviously, big big bummer with McCaffrey getting uh, having such a bad game. It was an ugly game on Thursday night, and then Breeze getting hurt is a tough situation for him as well. We hate to see that with with Filmans, but um, he'll be back. He'll bounce he, back to the 70s He's not going to be in the fifty threes anymore. But this week, um, victim of the moment, uh, James has to definitely be uh, the MVD. Um, going on to the MVP of Week Two. Who yeah. do we think that is? I'd love to start us out with that. I think uh, it has to go to the Dino Camatrons with a one twenty nine uh, to one twenty five point five victory over you, Blake. Uh, I love a close win and the grit that it takes to get there. You know, I just want to, you know, just the competitive edge that it takes to finish yeah. off a game like that is impressive. Uh, that's one reason. Second reason out of three reasons is his bench. Like 129 from your stars is fantastic, obviously, but his bench was just nuts this week, man. And third and final reason is the Cowboys are winning the Super Bowl. And Cam and I are the only two Cowboy fans here. I love that he has Zeke. I'm jealous. I love that he has Justin Tucker, the ex-Longhorn. And our boys are going all the way, Cam. Congratulations on the MVP. That's great. That's great. That's good. That's a solid pick. I'm going to go with a guy who scored more points than him uh, and was my opponent, who I respect a ton. Full Moon Football. He made the trade of uh, trading Devontae Adams and receiving in return Cooper Cup. There were other guys involved too, but Cooper Cup goes off this week, 120 yards. Uh, he plays the Pats defense, Cooper which Cup. was obvious. I mean, if He's you, a beast, man. You should try to stream whatever defense is going to be playing the – Dolphins every week. That's just that's a winning formula right there because they are just absolutely horrible. Um, and yeah, his team just did a solid job all around. There's really it's a really well balanced win. He scored the more, most points of anybody in the league this week. Got to give it to Full Moon. See that play with Cooper Cup, um, stiff arm that guy, and then uh, ran down the field for a big touchdown. Awesome <laughs> play. He's a he's a strong guy. I like yeah. Cooper Cup a lot, and uh, I got to go to Full Moon as well, and that means Full Moon is our MVP. Congrats <laughs> to Full Moon. Congrats, Full and Moon. And here's why: Full Moon, um, outside of just making that deal with me in the trade, which I'm very appreciative of him for, even though we we deliberated um, upon that all day long. Um, however, um, <coughs> heady play going Patriots. Uh, I know it seemed it seemed obvious, but he- very heady play. Um, eh. and that, that gives him the win. That but gives obvious. him the win. Uh, it was obvious, but it gave him the win. And um, anytime your defense carries you to a win over an opponent like Colfax High, who most people want to see lose, unfortunately for sure. him, um, it, it's, it brings a lot of joy to the members of this league. So I'm just going to point out that he, this played wasn't the, he played the New England defense last week, and that's the only defense on his roster. So it wasn't really that heady. <laughs> yeah, but I think having the Patriots uh, defense is, is, is a, strong, a strong decision. And this week it worked out very well for him. Sure. Upon that as well, I also want to say that any time, and you guys are in the OG6, so you guys don't understand this. Yeah, but we wouldn't. In the Sinister Six, any we don't time, want to. anytime someone from the Sinister Six beats one of you two, um, it is a it's it's a win for the people, really more than anything. It's not <laughs> oh just it's a, a win, win for the working class. Yeah, oh it's a, it's, a, it's a big win for the people. It's it's one that we celebrate together. And to see Mitch go down this week was enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and oh, at the hands God, of Sinister Six makes me want to throw up. And, and at the hands of Full Moon Football. And, and here's the thing about Full Moon Football as well is that when oh, he geez. came into okay. league this year, I'm going to okay. change my vote. I wish I had Seriously, a Sin Six. Should. I wish I had a Sin Six guy here with me to, to to at least have some respect because of the fact that Mitchell today has been very very um he's been very nice about filmons he's he's sung his praises uh, he's full been, moon he's oh yeah yeah colfax has been uh, complimentary of full moon today right we appreciate that yeah however up until today um with his humble pie 
Mitch has been extremely, extremely negative and um, antagonistic towards Full Moon. And Not so it was, it was nice to see Full Moon pull out the big W against Colfax Hazfield. Whatever, guys. Listen, you, uh, earlier we were singing praises of 2-0 and o teams like uh, Casey's You're and just Daddy's singing everybody's praises, yeah. Earlier, we were all singing their praises. I just wanted to be pointed out. We were like, oh, look, at they have really great teams. We're talking about really good teams here, and they don't have any weaknesses. I scored more points than both of those teams. So suck on that, okay? Listen, yeah, and that's I'm true. I'm not concerned. That's true. My team is consistent. It's solid. I'm not worried. It's not up and down like everybody else in the league has yeah. been. I'm happy with where that I'm at. That is true, Colfax. You did score more points than Daddy's. Your team is like a yeah, turtle. Yeah, that, that, that kind of bugs me. We scored so m- I scored way more points than Daddy's and Casey's. Yet we get the loss here, and we act like Daddy's and Casey's are the are the brilliant minds of fantasy football. It's true. They're not. They're not. We've got a lot. We've, there's a long season. Ahead I just of saw us. Dalton roll up out the window. Nobody said that this podcast formula was perfect. You know, no. we're not going to nail it every week. No. <laughs> Anyways, guys, we are so uh, but pretty close. We are so appreciative of you guys listening to the fantasy football podcast this week of F and B, and um, we hope that you continue to listen to it. Make sure to send us some more emails next week at. So let's say it together. MVPNDpod at gmail.com. We'll see you guys next week. I hope you dance. Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious.